Man, y'all know the face, y'all know the name Y'all tuned into the world's greatest podcast No, I don't just say it because it sound cool when I say it No, I don't say it because when I put it on shirts I'm selling out trillions I said millions last time, you heard me I'm Talk saying this because this is actual factual You tuned into the world's greatest podcast Talk Ain't Cheap Podcast Hosted by yours truly, Mr. It's a Movie Cletus Real Talk And I got a special guest with me As y'all know by now I do not introduce my guest One more time I do not introduce my guests. The reason why is because I feel like I will shortchange my guests by introducing them. It's not my job to tell people's stories for them. That's why I try to tell you. So, like, I know a lot of people felt a type of way about the Kanye interview. I don't even want to go there that much. But, like, I will say to Nori, if I was in that situation, it is not my job to tell people how to tell their stories. So, mind your business. Sit there and either enjoy it or don't. Because they only going to share their truth at the end of the day. So I got a special guest with me. Guest, please introduce yourself. For the people that don't know, my name is Elijah Bryant from Staten Island, New York. Born and raised. Come on. And we in Staten Island right now shooting <sighs> a podcast on Bay Street. You got the bridge, the water, and the buildings right in front of us. Shout out to the boats. In the car. In the whip. Mobile. I've been saying this. Talk A Cheap was it's, one of the greatest podcasts ever because we could be anywhere at any moment and people would never even know it. It's crazy. And yes. How you I'm feeling? A, I'm feeling great, man. I'm just taking in the moment. My bro say he's feeling immaculate. I'm happy. I'm happy. Um, For those who may not know you, who are you, bro? Because I feel like folks don't really know people anymore. You know what I mean? Like, we might have grew up together or not, but we don't really know each other. Like, who are you? Like, who are you now? Like, who the hell are you, bro? Talk to these people, man. I'm an influencer. What are you influencing? I'm influencing that anything is possible. When you put your mind to it, anything is possible. With discipline, anything is possible. I'm a real estate investor. I buy, sell, flip land. Soon I'm going to be building on it. So soon developer And I say that now Because you gotta tell yourself What you're gonna be In the now In order to achieve it You gotta believe it now To achieve it So I'm a real estate developer mm. My man say he a community builder That's what community. he really say We a community builder You said that You seen that over there We about to make seven of them Seven of them Cause we need that we need that. You see that whole border and bridge? You see the boats? You're going to see Immaculate on it every fucking hour of the day, three times an hour. EDB investment. Come solutions. on. What are you talking about? That's what we see. You see the whip with the candles? You see, you see that smell? You're going to smell that when you just walk near a nigga. That's what he's saying. <laughs> it's that fourth quarter flow. It's fourth quarter, man. Come on. What are we talking we, about, bro? We, we happy to be here. We, we happy to be building. here. We in the car. We, how, many, how much we making a year this year? What, what kind of deals are we doing this year, bro? Bro. Six million? Seven? Yo. <laughs> That's crazy. And we and we young. I'm just saying. You got your hairline still, bro. You ain't lose that. You ain't got no grays. That's a fact. Young. Bro. Congratulations, bro. Thank you, bro. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. My brother, this is Talk A Cheap, bro. I saw I try to tell you before we went. When I asked you, you don't have to answer me. Because you created an opportunity for yourself to be so successful. That your time actually counts for something. Like a lot of motherfuckers say that they, they time counts, but they be wasting their time all the time. All the time. So if it if it really count like that, you'd make it count. Mm -hmm. Or it's just not valuable at all to you because you just living. So if you just living and I'm trying to die about something, whose life is more valuable? Right. Like this is the fourth quarter. 
Yeah. Like I'm talking about like I'm trying to win it. I'm trying to win it takes all. Like I'm talking about like yo, I've been down the entire game all season. And now it's time to go up. I'm trying to get to the league. College paid for. I did my finals. I'm trying to get to the league. First one in the gym, last one in the league. Boy, everything that I've ever built in my life is really defined on one moment, not the time that it spent me to get there. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's mad, bro. Like, that means, like, I could be going for 40 up until my senior year in college, not knowing I got real shit that has nothing to do with the game, impacting how I perform. And I still got to perform at that one moment at that right time. Bro. It took me a year and five months to get my first deal. Let's it talk about it. Wait, wait. Year. I don't think people know who you are like that yet. So do you want to go right into the big business or do you want to take your time? Because I'm a person, like, if I got time to spend because it's talking cheap, Yeah. let's spend that time. I bet. So let's go first. I knew you how long, if you had to tell me. Talk Since about it. Since we probably, like, 10. I would say, like, yeah, 6th, 7th grade-ish, if yeah. I could remember correctly. Yeah. Middle school. Maybe actually might be a little earlier because I was playing the CYO things. Okay. And you played CYO as well. Yeah. Where? Uh, in CYO, I, I don't even remember. I just got picked up. Like, so you was at, I know you was at Trinity for a while. No, no, no. You never was at Trinity? Never at Trinity. So where were you at? So actually, I didn't play like CYO. It was like Trucks League. Oh, okay, like, okay, okay. That's okay, what okay, I remember. Okay, yeah, yeah. You. I, I think I played one Trucks League at PS31 ever. But outside of that, I played, I know I played Unity Games. Okay. We did the Unity Games thing. That's okay. Um, that was a great time. A great time. Damn. They still have that out here? They still have the Unity Games. I just feel like the energy isn't the same. Mm. Because I feel like they're getting older, and then people who are supposed to be in a position of power to like actually connect with the youth, they're just not around. Damn. And then everyone else who play ball out here, just all they do is play ball 2K and work like an hourly job just to make yeah. things meet. You know what I mean? So it's like their their time is really spent in their own social circles. Like their social capital is their time. Damn. Yeah. Like their social that. capital. Yeah, our OGs before they used to like, you know, make sure we're going to games, practices, you know, going to Cromwell. Working out. So I see what you're saying. It's a little different. Like, if I got to be the one to stop what I'm doing to go take these kids to basketball practice and they're not my kids and they mamas is not my baby mamas, what are we talking about? And you talk about, we talking about in a space where we're going through a global pandemic. Like, I could tell you, like, people that passed away because of adopted kids that they took on. Not even their real children. They're, like, in their older age, have these kids. These kids don't look like them, sound like them, nothing. Yeah. They, the kid caught COVID because the kid wasn't listening. Yeah. Now the adopted, the mother who adopted him died because of COVID. So now they go back into the foster care system. And that family who was before the kid was there is damaged. Yeah. Yo. Because it's usually, real quick, not to take you up, but it's usually the matriarch of the family that will make that type of play to take on, to take, on take on other people or other things that's not really their own traditionally. Yeah. Like that. that's saying that you have enough foresight, um, resources, Ability, life in your heart to take on something that you didn't even ask for, like you didn't you didn't create, but you asking for. Yeah, it's a different type of lifestyle. Yeah, this is this is why I feel like you know, especially now, we gotta focus up. Come on, talk we gotta about really it. really tap in and stay disciplined, stay focused, because this is where like either you gonna sink or you gonna swim. Facts, I feel that and. Shit. All I know is swim. So like <laughs> we gotta stay focused on that because eventually we could we could build from swimming. Like I always say, like 
entrepreneurship is like you're swimming and you're building a boat while you're swimming. Mm-hmm. And while you're building that boat, you're actually helping other people that swimming to get onto the boat and build with you. And now you start from a little boat to like an arc, right? And then you just keep growing from there. So how? So how? Oh, this is a good one. All right, let's 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 take let's take our time. Yeah. What was your earliest entrepreneurial pursuit? Whew, that's a great question. I could have went two ways. I was like, let me let me be the humble guy today. Mom, I'm hope you're watching this. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the Bob Dukes, man. Because I remember this. And Tyler. Which Tyler we talking about? Summers. Shout out to my Yo, brother Tyler Summers. Get Tyler <laughs> in <laughs> him, man. Yo, if, oh. So, okay, go go from ahead. What I remember, right? I remember. And damn, this is about to, I'm about to, yeah, lay it out. Come on. You want to talk ain't cheap, bro. So me and Tyler, we used to go to, like, Canal Street. Okay. In, Bro- in Midtown. Midtown. Low, 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 low Manhattan. Yeah. Yes, sir. We used to cop fake gear, right? And, you know, we go to Petrides. So we used to bring it back to Petrides. And, you know, Petrides is predominantly white school. Yeah. We used to basically sell the gear to them at Petrides and, and then just flip our money so that was the first time I actually like bought something low and then sold, sold it, it high. high that's tough that's tough uh, once I once I made money from that I knew that like anything is possible sales is where I'm gonna make a lot of money so if basketball don't work I'm getting straight into sales and that's what makes wholesaling so great is because it's teaching you to buy low sell it high and it's special because you're not even using your money. You're using the buyer's money. But so, we'll get into that. So basically, it sounds like all you really need is a system at that point. Exactly. You don't really need nothing else. Like, you just need to do the work and then put the system in place to be successful. The only thing we didn't do, Ty, is we didn't make a system out of it. Like, we did it a couple of times and just stopped focus on basketball. Now we can focus on, like, our uh, season. So... And this was at Petrides at the this time? This was at Petrides at the time. That's tough. I'll say, for me, shout out to Mommy. Shout out to Peace International Market, 3240 uh, Richmond Terrace, Staten Island, New York. The only woman-owned, black-owned deli on Staten Island. If you know, you know Family Ties goes crazy. And shout out to Everything Immaculate. You know the brand is that. Shout out to the island. I'm on Come the on. island. Shout out to Staten Island, it's man. It's been a minute. It's I'm been a minute. the island. Woo. So, so that's your earliest pursuit. That's awesome. That's amazing. That's immaculate. That's crazy. So you was like young, like 10, 11. Because when Tyler got to Patrice, I think it was, he was there freshman, sophomore nah, it was year. freshman year. Freshman, freshman year. Freshman, sophomore year. And then he transferred to Curtis. Yeah, because my, like my dad at that time, he, my dad had a business too. He had BB Express. Like before, like Amazon kind of took him out of business. He was uh, delivering packages, but like up and down state, like important packages. So after he lost that business around high school, it was like I had to grind now. I'm my only child, so I was, like, spoiled growing up. My mom and dad, basically anything I wanted. But I knew I had to get it myself now. And now I'm throwing in the fire, and me and Ty, we thinking, like, damn, how can we how can we make enough money to buy Jordans, to buy, you know, things that other people didn't have? You know, the nicest gear, polo, rugby. Yeah, I was fly. Yeah, I was fly. <laughs> I will give you so, that. We thought of that, and then, shit, we just, we didn't really take it to the top, but now I got the potential. Like, I know I can make a lot of money if I put my mind on sales and take it up a little. Now, that's dope. So, for me, I guess what I would say to that is, like, 
I, I feel like positioning definitely matters because you, like I said, there's not a lot of people that come from good homes. Like I wrote in my in my notepad, cause I got the album coming out, Immaculate Tape, Volume One, coming out October 28th. That's when I'll be having our listener party. If you out here flying, in, bro, okay. it's gonna be a nice little vibe stand down. It's gonna be definitely in deep, bro. Um, so it's gonna be nice. It's at a vegan restaurant. On Staten Island, the only vegan restaurant. So I'll let you guys figure Where is that, that out. Um, only black ve- owned vegan restaurant. It's on, on Clover. Clover. Gosh. So we're going to be doing a lot of big things in that. But um, to me, it sounds like position definitely played a role because you were able to be upfront and personal and see like your mom and your dad really run your, your own businesses, do their own thing. So like, what were some of the earliest lessons outside of like just buying low and selling high that they uh, they they um implemented in your life or instilled in your life my apologies it goes into discipline right my dad he was always on the road he was always getting to it so seeing that at a young age and then my mom telling me like what daddy is doing and he's like focused on like making money because on the weekends me and all my cousins used to be at my dad's house it used to be like 10 of us and it's crazy because when my dad would buy me jordans he's buying it for everybody so I'm like, damn, my dad's really getting to it. So Monday through Friday, he is grinding so he could buy us all the Jordans on on the weekend, like growing up. So it was crazy. So to you, what did that mean to you? Like, what what did it just show? Like, yo, it's the hustle. It's the was hustle. it the grind? Was it like priorities? Was it like him knowing what would make you all like be motivated? Yeah, it's all of that in one. It's all of that in one. You know, the hustle the priorities, the focus, and then, you know, having my mom understand as well. And now she's telling me what he's doing, and I'm watching it, and it's like, okay, now it's making sense. You know, I always was like, I really practiced basketball, you know. I was really in the gym making reps. So I know if I switch that energy, if I transfer that energy into making money, there's a million ways to get it out here. I just gotta focus that energy. You know what's crazy? So I knew you from a basketball uh, perspective, right? Excuse me, y'all. I'm a little tired. Long week. Fourth quarter's getting crazy right now. <laughs> Fourth quarter. Fourth quarter's getting crazy right now. Um, I remember playing you when I was younger because you was a lefty, mm-hmm. and at that time it was very tough to guard lefties. I remember playing you one time from Wagner versus uh, Petrides. Shout out to Wagner High School, Wagner Fountain. Y'all know we come correct. <laughs> But um, yeah, I remember playing you. We were beating Patrice. I think like a forty piece. Ah, don't at do half, that. At half, <laughs> but y'all ended up coming back and beating us by like two points in a buzzer beater. Oh, yeah. And after that, and I was just like, "How is this happening?" Was that y'all at y'all crib? No, nah, that was at, at Patrice's. It, it was on JV. Oh. After that, because at that time, bro, I was a bowler, but I was really a football player more than anything. Like I had a football yeah. mentality. I had bare heart, mad athletic. But I didn't have, like, the skill set I had coming into Wagner because I didn't develop it. Like, while other people were getting better at basketball, I was just becoming better as a person because I'm playing football. So, you know, football is a different type of mentality. Yeah. What's the difference in mentality? um, Basketball mentality is is team-oriented, but it's, um, it's more like you can get away with things if you have a certain specialty. Like, okay. if I'm a really good defender, I'm going to see minutes. And sometimes my job isn't to be, like, a better basketball player than see, you. See, my I, job is – oh, not – not. I want to say better, but not uh, – my job would not be to be a, be a more skilled player than you. My job would just be to neutralize you. 
My job would be make, just to get you out your game. Like my job would be make sure that whatever you do is harder and will yeah. impact the rest of your season. Because if I can get you out of this game, the next three games you might go off, but after that you're gonna be done, tired. And then by the time you come back and see us again, you're gonna remember exactly what you went through. You see how everything correlates from basketball and business? Like now we have a team. Right. Everybody, if you have a team, yeah. If you have a team, if you make it to the point where you have a team, everybody plays different roles. So once you perfect each person at their role, that's when you make the money quick. Cause now it's like automated, automated and delegate. That's all you want to do. And it's the same thing in basketball. That's what the coach is trying to happen with us, the players. Play so I don't gotta. I don't gotta coach. Yeah. Like, you're going to have the person that locks up on defense. You're going to have the leading scorer. You're going to have the person that's making the plays, the point guard. Mm. It's the same thing in I love sales. what you're saying right now. The way you're thinking, you know, I could tell you was always a great – you was a great too, but I knew you was a better one. Yeah, I agree too. If I had that, you know, mindset. Then. Sometimes it was just like, you know, I had to score, had to score, had to score. You was a lefty. No one could guard lefties. We were never taught to guard lefties. Yeah, they try fact. to they try to tell you to do the defensive slides going um to the right, but it's very rare for the most part. You even start usually on the left elbow, so you always go on right. right. So it's that's like, why the left to right was so crazy, bro. And you got speed on you, and you you had the midi, so that was tough. I mean, I remember never getting embarrassed by you, so I feel like that's a great sign. Um, but you know, like I felt like one thing about you, and I, I would say even with uh, standing on basketball, I love playing basketball because of um, the respect I had amongst my peers. Mm -hmm. Like, I was never the greatest ball player. There's not a lot of people that'll be like, Cletus, bro, that nigga could really hit 40. No one's going to say that. You used but, to get buckets, But I'll be, you know, I was impactful. I, yeah. I was impactful. I knew what I needed to do. And it mm. didn't look, and I was saying to, um, who was I talking to? Was it, I, I was talking to either Frank Chitino or uh, I think it might have been Frank Chitino or Ian. I feel like the if there was over and unders like the way that people be bidding now, yeah. But like on like impactful things that like we didn't they didn't have all those plus minus stats back then. Mm. But not to cut you off, both of them was nice too. Like other seeing other great point guards make you more creative and make you want to like get better. So that's why I was like, yo, always be in the gym. Always if I can't go in the gym, I'm going to the park. I'm always working. I'm not. I don't got time for nothing else. I'm not focused on fucking even girls. Like I'm not even focused on that. I'm trying to get to either better in ball or get money. Those was my two options. I love that. I love that. Um, I feel like for me, and I, I would say, and I, I, you know, what's crazy? This kind of does touch on positioning, which is awesome. I think that with me, I always had to play different positions. Mm -hmm. I felt like with you, you really always was a specialist. So as a specialist, you could have a certain type of locked-in mentality that I never could have. Uh, or at those moments, I could never have because at the end of the day, like, I had to do six things correct. And if I didn't do one of those six things correct at that moment, everything, the, the game plan is fucked. Damn. Like, it's a glitch in the matrix if I don't do what I need to do. So how do you get to that space where um, you don't have a glitch in your matrix? Because, like, when you are great at what you are great at, you have to have a certain mentality, right? But then yeah. at the same time, when you have to build a team, you're sometimes not so – you. it's hard to be responsible for other people when they don't show up the way that they need to show up. Not everybody's a, a leader. Say that again? Not everybody's a leader. And people got to, like, understand that as well. You know, not everybody's supposed to be leading. 
You and you must follow before you can lead. And I feel like that's where we mess up at. Even the ones that's leaders, they don't want to follow before they can lead. So how did you get to that point? Were you ever the captains of your teams? Because you also played mm. college basketball too. I, I were, I was, but I also been around where I'm not always the best player, right? Okay. In high school, I think Tyler was better than Tyler was one of the greatest basketball players to ever come Tyler out. was Without nice. Without Yo, had, shout out to Ty. I, I Tyler, my brother, because he went to 51 with me. So he was there when we played the, the 49 Beacon teams, and he know what that would look like. It, it, it's a very different... Niggas was neutralizing people. And, we, and also, shout out to Tyler, because at 51, he was in the gym with us. Yeah. We had gym class kids. So when I was playing against like Danny Lowe and all these other white boys, Eddie Herrez or Tyreek <laughs> or a Boy Boy or an Adam Pierre oh, or a Tyrese. A, that was in middle school? Damn, y'all had, y'all had a squad. It's special, bro. We, we not inside. I mean, we not in a building. We in a car right now. We still in the ground level. Bro, in the beginning. So when quarter. they when you see this video years from now, you gonna understand like, damn, the bottom work was necessary. Mm -hmm. Foundation. All we're doing is outworking the work, and it, it don't look like the work. Mm -hmm. Like like to be able to be a great leader, I feel like you have to be a visionary. Gotta be. Like you gotta be able to foresee that see, yo, this I'm is not, special. And that's why I be saying like I be telling my team we we always thirty to forty five days ahead. So each closing, if I get something on the contract right now, it's going to take 30 days to close. Damn. So I'm always looking months ahead. And me being in that mentality, it's like money doubles ups because I'm focused on that. I'm focused on getting money on that level where I'm like months ahead, years ahead. So I don't have to like. So you playing in like 2029 right now. <laughs> Shit. Cause I, I I ain't gonna lie, like yeah, bro, like I already. What we talked about? Bro, bro, I need to put. I need, right? I, bro. Like I feel like people don't understand. Like your coast yeah. of your borough is really like a business card. Like if I look outside on, at your landscape, bro, it's like having a good front lawn. When I pull, when you damn. pull up to that shit, and you like, damn, that's a grand entrance right there. Just to drive the car, you lost a half a gal, a half a gallon in your tank. To go to my from my gate to my fucking door, you have lost a half a gallon of your tank. That's some real bullshit. What are we talking about? You're not wasting no time. When you when I pull up, the conversation is this, this, that, the third. Now I'm on my helicopter. I'm getting the fuck out of here. Cause if I was to drive or my car broke down at this time of night, I might have lions on my ass. It's thinking big, bro. Got to, bro. It's all. That's all you got to do is just think big. Because you are what you think. You are what you believe. You are what you know. So if you continue, all belief is, is a continued thought. Something that you think over and over again. And not just thinking, like putting actually feelings to it. Visualizing it. Putting those images. Because once you put feeling behind those images, those imaginations you have in your mind, that's when you actually manifest something. So you really are like in real time like manifesting so like, your goals and your inspirations and shit. That's a fact. Like, shit, you could even, I don't even know if she in here, but you could ask my ex-girlfriend. Like, I used to put myself like in the closet, right? And just like turn off all noise, put on my headphones and put like a fire playlist and literally just visualize what I want the next five years to look like. So that's funny that you said that. I'm a dreamer. 
Okay. I'm a dreamer, so I, I am too. I'm a dreamer, so no, I be in my dreams. Your, I be write bro, down your dreams, bro. Bro, my dreams been showing me this six years ago. Write down your dreams, bro. ten years ago. So it's like I'm in some shit. Like every day, it's like, bro, like I already know what my wife look like. I already know what my wife would look like. So, for, so funny What's enough. What look like? Wait, wait, before. <laughs> it's not about me. It's about you. You're talking to you as my guy. Now, um, I feel like my wife is going so to be like. Nah, it's all Gucci. You can hold up. Just hold your phone, bro. Because I'm about to let you charge up, too. Because you got your, your phone on like 20%. We live. Your phone on 20% now. Tap in. But, um, yeah. Nah, How's the sound now? The sound got to be way better. Got to be way better. Got to be way better. But, um. Yeah, bro. I feel like for me, like my wife just gotta know like every like she just gotta be like my my ace one, bro. Like, oh, you know what I mean? What's that? It's, she just gotta be like my ace one, bro. Like she just gotta be like some shit. Um, like right now I've been dealing with a lot of women who are like very successful. Like, oh, I'm in PhD school, or I'm um, like ain't got no kids, still look good. Only thing I don't really like about them is their spending habits. That's really it. Yeah. Yeah. Especially now, you know, social media. Got these women thinking that you got to be a certain type of way, spend a certain type of money, move a certain type of way, eat at certain places that don't fill nobody, right. stomach and shit. You know what I mean? Like, it ain't it ain't nothing. Here you go. You know, the thing about business, bro, is you're always flipping your money. So you always have to put money in. Yeah. So you're never always at what you think gross. you really got. Yeah. Exactly. And then you got to understand taxes. Yeah. Expenses, yeah, you know, lifestyle that all plays a part, bro. Mm -hmm. We wasn't taught this, so we got to learn it firsthand, and that's the beauty of this because we're young, right? Mm -hmm. We could fumble a bag and get it 10 times greater than what we had it. Yeah, it's just, I feel like for me, my situation is a little different, like. Like, I feel like my biggest issue sometimes is just getting in the door. It don't even really be the talent. It don't be nothing. It be, like, getting in the door. And then also, like you said, it's, like, sometimes niggas have to learn how to, like, you know, walk before they, they run. But I feel like what happens with me is, like, a lot of these motherfuckers, they got me following dumb as hell. And they be end up following. Or they, they're trying to do what I'm doing. So it's, like, it's weird because I'm trying to do what you're doing. But you trying to do what I'm doing. And y'all not letting me in the door. Hmm. Like, the only thing that's stopping me from doing what you're doing is getting in the door. I mean, that's why right now I have a course. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Because I I can't always stop my time to help the next person, mm-hmm. especially when there's multiple people. I inspire multiple people. A lot of people is inspired by what I'm doing. And I understand because, one, I'm, I have a virtual business. I'm the only one in my location in my business everybody lives somewhere else i have people in the philippines working for me like apple do i got people in houston i got people in virginia and i got people in pennsylvania and one person in jersey working for me right now and then i have a whole team of people that bought my course that i send my buyers to them and now they're looking for me as well oh i see what you're saying so you set the system up that everyone basically eats, and then you helping everyone eat. You eat. Yes, well. a little percentage of everything. How do so? That's where I'm at right now. Like I think that's like I said, we are real community builders, bro. So I kind of do the same. Except for me, I feel like I gotta get to a space where if people are uh, comfortable just getting, you know, money and that because a lot of people, where well, I know they don't really be comfortable getting money and that. And what tends to happen is, you know, it gets real difficult. 
when you're trying to do things and charge prices because a lot of people don't don't respect money and stuff like that you know what i mean so that's that's just basically that like um how do you how do you how do you gauge people like how, basically I, I think that's the question i'm asking like how do you build a team like that like what do you look for in a great team hmm, that's a great question one I want to see if they could work together. So you always start off with one individual first, right? And you have to see where his morals and his mindset is. If his mindset is not like truly like kind of submitting to you in the sense that I'm going to do whatever you say I'm going to do because I believe you going to uh, is going to leave lead me to the right way or the right path. That's the level of submit another man has to have for you as being the leader when you're talking about business now because they got to be so focused and dialed in on what you're doing that they're going to be working for you full time. Eight hours of somebody's day is dedicated to what you got going on. From that point, now you have to see like the morals, the ability they have to have that work ethic. They have to actually be able to do the sales or contact builders and close deals. Whatever their role is, they have to be able to do it. The ability. So morals, ability. And then he has to or she has to be a team player. Like, I don't care if you're eating or I'm not looking at your plate as long as I'm eating. I'm, I don't care what your lifestyle is as long as I'm living. That's how it has to be because everybody's going to be at a different level. It's a pyramid. It's a business. So the person that's on top, he's going to be, I guess, let's say seven figures, right? Then the person under him may be high six figures or mid six figures. Then the lower person is going to be 80 to six figures. But as it goes lower and lower... They're slowly, gradually, gradually growing into their own boss. I'm trying to create bosses. Because if everybody's a boss, as long as I'm on top, it don't matter, bro. Because as long as we on like Mount Rushmore, we all right next to each other. But it started for me. Mm. Nah, I feel that. And um, for me, I, I also have like... Uh, the same aspirations and goals so how do you gauge people who are meant to be like workers versus people who are meant to be like your partners or do you look at your partner your workers as partners as well Ooh, that's a great question i think both because you know they're all if i'm putting a all right i would say it like this whoever's putting up the money is the boss why is that because as long as you in debt to somebody they own you. What if they? What if you're not in debt to them, but they did put up the money? Yes, you're in debt to them. Whoever puts up the money is the boss. Oh, whoever has the idea first and executes on it first. Whoever puts up the money. Okay. I'll Unless the idea is something you can't do by yourself, by yourself or without money. Yeah. If if I can make ten thousand without having a dime in my pocket, then I'm my own boss. But whoever's putting up that money. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's fair. I can respect that. That's how I see it. I, no, I ain't mad at it. I ain't yeah. mad at it. I ain't mad at it. Um, I would say for me, where I'm at with a lot of things is I have a lot of opportunities on the table. And I've been building a lot of things simultaneously. 
I think my biggest issue is I have like a lot of different talents with a lot of different skill sets that I try to matriculate at the same time. And where I'm at right now is I need to create a, a pack of flow. Like I need to develop a flow. And I think that's where I'm at with a lot of things. It's like finding that flow and being in people that could fuck around and operate within my flow. Because I think what tends to happen is when you do a lot of business with different people, you realize a lot of people's, op, like, what they're really pursuing is not the same as you. Like, I, and I had to tell my mom, like, our why doesn't have to be the same. Right. But we, we both, we need to want to win the championship. Exactly. Like, the goal is the championship. Our why, I don't give a fuck why you're here. <laughs> I... Are we going to win the championship? Exactly. As long as you have that ambition to win that championship, we on the same page. I don't care. Like, I don't want to talk to you after this. We don't got to be friends. We ain't got to look at each other. But I'm trying to win a championship. Facts. Me too. Fourth quarter. And I need the whole back. I need my back. Like, you're going to get your back, but I need my back. Yeah. The back is going to come for you regardless because that's just who you are. But what I need at this moment for me to be what we need to be is the bag the bag follows your mindset yes people are yes. too focused on the money it's who you become and then you get the money because like let's say running a business right yep you only run a business by who you become like i had to become a salesperson to make sales so i'm not focused on money i'm focused on becoming a better salesperson to make that money now does that make sense mm-hmm Cause I know it's crazy. It's kind of like what my so I've been going to therapy and getting help, uh, getting help with my mental health, and um, okay. also like, bro, this is the first time in a long time I've had a chance to actually recover from anything. How's that therapist? Like, what do they do? Just listen to me speak. But it's kind of like they they like if they see a red flag, they're like, hold on, that's a red flag, <laughs> flag so on the play. They're like referees so of my would life. You say like anybody could be a therapist? Right? No, no. Why not? Because there's a skill to it. There's an art to it. What's the key? What's the... It's the work. You ain't so do the work. Okay. You, you ain't do the work. You ain't... You did not put in the 10,000 hours. You you feel that this is correct, but that doesn't make it correct. So what you're saying as a therapist, they listen. They listen. They got that 10,000 hours of just listening to people speak and then... Based off of all the research experience, years of doing the work, they're able to see repeated patterns and behavior that comes from certain places in your life or certain yeah. type of like traumatic experiences that consistently happen at that point to trigger something like that. Gotcha. So like for them, and then they figure out how you work. So for me, I have like 13 businesses, 15 businesses. Wow. Yeah. None of them are profitable. Oh, and when wow. I say profitable currently profitable so question but they can be like tomorrow but the problem is i'm building everything simultaneously by my fucking self you don't feel like that's harder it's very hard but i don't have the options like i don't have right now i'm still learning how to be bill gates what would you say is your most profitable oh right now if i was to implement it i feel like the podcast is me personally because i feel like this is the thing that keeps me alive so why you don't do it more i do but it takes time I'm not the only thing holding me back on this podcast is visuals. Gotcha. Visuals and then having someone to consistently run my socials. I can run my own socials. I run 13 pages now. Bro, but I would say even documenting this process, right? Mm -hmm. Because the, we you need the, the backlog. Yeah, you need the backlog. But that's why I'm like, we build it. Because yeah. this is the documentation. That's the audio is the documentation. This is the 10,000 hours. Because mm -hmm. once 10,000 hits, what are they saying? Who do you, you know got 10,000? Yeah, who, who do you know got 10,000 episodes? 
10,000. Who do you know can hit up 10,000 different people right now and they'll stop what they're doing at that very moment to jump on their podcast? You read that book, Mastery? I have it in my... So, funny enough, uh, shout out to Bros and um, shout out to High Powered Ebooks. I know we still own that brand and that's like a brand that I just realized I had like two weeks ago because I went on Amazon. I never shop on Amazon. His name is Robert Green, the author. Yeah, Robert Green. He also did um, 50 Cent's uh, book, The The 50th. 50th. I read The 50th. 50th was cool. Um, I don't think Robert Greene did um, He did Art of Rick Seduction. Ross I don't think he did nah, Rick he Ross's did, joint He did Art of Seduction Art of War 50, 50, uh, 40 Laws of Power 48 Laws, 48 of power. laws. Yeah so I've read A couple of his books Yes That book is fire I feel like He's a good author Like a really good author For the people Who need to support his art But me And the 14 books I got What's up Talk to me What you got We, we kind of spoke about it At the game with the spades Okay those are the, I told you this for the first eight chapters right there in the conversation. Wow. You know what I'm saying? But like, what I'm saying is like, I feel like timing and positioning matters. Sometimes you could be a great point guard and you're 4'11", but the kind of personnel we're playing against is just not going to be effective. Yeah. So oh, it might just not be the but right time. Sometimes might not be the right. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Or it might be the right time because at that right position, I yeah. needed you to be that and it worked. But would you say, let's say you at that wrong time, right? But you still grind it out. You still build. Yeah. Because it took me a year and five months to get my first deal. So, and that's going from three Mm. multiple different states. I lived in PA, went back to New York, and then moved to Florida. So, I put myself in the game. That's the positioning. Now, it wasn't the right time, but I still stuck to it. And then once that opportunity hit, I was already prepared. And that's where you make a lot of money in a short amount of time. Mm. See, that's I love that analogy because what 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 that kind of helps me uh, figure out is when is the right time to make that investment. It's not gonna be a right time. So you always just gotta be on you go. You just gotta jump. You gotta like be on whenever, go. Whenever you get the thought, whenever you get the thought to do something, do it. Don't even second guess yourself no more. Life's too short. Man. So right now my thought is like go jump in that water. Jump go in swim. that fucking water, man. Nigga, I can't swim. Fuck it. My You'll prepared. figure it out. <laughs> You'll figure it out. Nah, yeah, that's what tough. they do to babies? They throw babies yeah, nah. off the after pool and fourteen feet. Yeah. And they nah. swim. Them niggas can float though. I haven't been swimming. I I, I don't all I know you is know not swimming. <laughs> all I know nah, nah, hell fucking no, I can't. If y'all ever see me in a pool party, it's never past four feet. At five Close feet is the boy. All right, okay. You'll well, figure it man, out. All right, my skin different now, and I, I can't even really go in the water because I got I get ear infections. Sl- so now I gotta stay to that. <laughs> you swim to that light post or some shit. I think I think what we're really saying is that what about excuses? Because sometimes oh. fear plays a real good part in that. Like sometimes like fear is not real. That shit is just in your mind. Like it's like a wall right here. Fear is not real. You ever you ever conquered a fear? Of course. How did that feel? Felt great, but it hurt. How <laughs> how did it hurt? Because like it took time to get there, and I feel like sometimes people don't understand like no, the process. No, it took the process. You could have just went through it. Yeah, but the process. You're right. That's what I'm saying. The process. Yeah. I feel like that's where I'm trying to learn about myself because a lot of times I'll like, get I can't that be a crash dummy. And I'll do it But it's good though That That's great Like bro If you know me I take bare notes I'm a note taker yeah. Bro my, my fucking Bro Me too Bro Before I, I pass God willing It be 100 years from now Boy The stuff that I'm going to put out In the world Cause I've already put it out I put a lot of shit out In the world already 
That's a fact. That's Think a about fact. impact, bro. Like, that's why I'm like, bro, I can't crash. That's why I'm like trying to consistent, consistent. But you've been doing it, though. You played you play college football, basketball. That already put you at a top 5% of Staten Island. But I don't even like that because I'm not thinking about the past, bro. I'm worried about now. I don't even like when people mention my past, to be honest. Because that's like telling me to stay complacent. Like, man, no, I'm trying to go forward. I'm trying to stay focused. So what's the next step for you? What does the next version of you look like or need to look like for you to be who you need to be? I would say this. I feel like if I stay focused, I could do anything I put my mind to. So if I want to develop, if I want to, you know, Build buildings, apartment buildings, lease out, rent, live in a mansion, fly in private jets, go on trips that take my whole team with me. I could do that shit. And not sweat about it. And not sweat about it at all. That's 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 the, that's definitely a goal. I, I'll I'm say a, that. I'm going to do whatever fear that's blocking that. I'm going to get over it eventually. Like you said, Tom, the quicker you get over that fear, the quicker that manifestation is going to happen. So now we just got to see what we do with the time. You know what I would say to that? Um, I think where I'm at with things is the fact that I'm, that's why I'm doing the work now. Like, bro, like that mental work, that spiritual work. Nah, you Gucci. That mental work, that spiritual work, like, bro, going to therapy. You know how hard it is to go to therapy? Like, to be consistently going to therapy to tell somebody that you don't know all of your inner workings. Wow. But it's cool, though, because it's like... It's like we want to hide it. It's like we want to keep it in. It's like, bro, if you if I make a bag off of this, you're going to make a bag off of it. So I, that's how I know if you tell anybody my shit that you're going to die. Because wow. everything I'm telling you, bro, like, like, it's like, bro, it's like success ain't the issue. Like, being successful is not the issue. Because we've been that. It's whatever is not making us fulfilled with the success is the issue. Gotcha. So what is that thing you're trying to fulfill? That's where I'm still searching. Like, what's that itch? I'm not sure about that yet. Because I feel like sometimes it usually comes from a place that we lack, like a deficit. Like, there's something we're trying to overcome. But because it's like, where are we trying to like, what are we trying to prove? Like, are we saying, like, say we got the biggest dick in the room? Like, that's is that your thing? Like, <laughs> you know, like, what is it? Like, because that's sometimes you got to think about. That's where, I be, that's where I'm at with a lot of things that I'm, I'm trying to think about. I would say this. You know, one of my one of my students, he's actually my boy, Eileen. Okay. He's from out here. Well, he's from Florida, but he moved out here, and he played ball. He was nice. Like, we used to work out together. But he's seeing me, you know, closing deals after deal. He's seeing my journey from moving to Florida to where I'm at now and he's seeing these deals close and he's like getting ex inspired by that and he jumped in the game and he closed the deal the other day made a couple thousand and he's like yo bro like I finally did it it took 10 months of hard work but I stuck with it because I seen you do it I seen you post your docu-signs like that kept me in the game that shit is the best feeling ever Seeing helping somebody else without actually doing the work, but them being inspired by your work, that I feel like is my purpose, my passion. And that's why I'm doing this right now. Because, I, yeah, I could do it and make a lot of money and keep the game to myself. I could do that. 
But it's like the people that's willing to jump, we could do it together. And that story is way better than just doing it by yourself. Like I said, my dad, he had 10 of my friends in the attic with me, spending the night each weekend, feeding us pizza, fucking Perkins, going to the bowling alley. Seeing him do that, I could do that too. I feel like I'm living his good karma right now as we speak. And as long as I stay focused and bring, like, stay blessed, be around blessed people, nigga, sky's the limit. Everything I said that I could do, it's already done in my head. Are you spiritual? Do you pray a lot? Like, how do you navigate life and the pressures of life? I believe in, I spend a lot of time by myself. And when you by yourself, you learn yourself. You start to love yourself or you start to hate yourself. I think starting to love myself is making me love others. Love in the sense that seeing another person win could break me down emotionally. Seeing him win, I probably, shit, like I broke down in tears, bro. And I don't even like really know why. I'm like, you know, he's talking to me like regular, but it's like I'm getting emotional by that. And that tells me that's because that's probably my purpose. So finding my purpose, seeing somebody else win or helping somebody else win. Or <laughs> nah, this is deep, bro. You know, shout out to, like I said, this is talking cheap, man. And this is special. And talk I said it was going to be special. Um, I guess where I'm at with it next is um, you find your purpose, right? And you position a bunch of people to do great things, right? The team yeah. is run, is good. Running at a good frequency, right? Running. But they're just the the growing pains. Of course, you're always going to have the growing pains. How do you always. navigate the growing pains? Because the politics of growing pains is crazy when you get older. That is true. Damn. And I, I got a lot of that. I don't even talk to the niggas no more. Bro. I don't have, like, no friend groups. It's it's part of life. It's, it's a natural progression, right? You live and learn, so I don't have all the answers. But what I would say from my experience is just trying to keep everything calm. Like, there's power and calmness. Mm -hmm. So when everything is a panic, if you stay calm mm -hmm. and you learn how to keep your team calm, I just had my team all in Plattsburgh with me. We had, a, like, a two-hour conversation with William Sims. Damn. What happened? There's no sound. Sorry, right. they're going to just have to keep the video or not. They'll yeah. get it. They'll get it. they still locked in, though. Whoever can hear, hearing it. That's a fact. Like, I mean, so, hey, we good, bro. Don't worry about it. So I just had my team up in Plattsburgh, my old college, together. And just having that energy of us all around, I know that just brought us all closer. And certain times, you're going to have to do that. Get everybody together, especially when we're not always together. Yeah, just and like make it the Zoom. best experience ever. Exactly, make the best of that, and that's how I feel like I maneuver through like chaos, staying calm, keeping them calm. Yeah. No. What about you? For me, oh, you asking me? I mean, you, listen, you run business fifteen. I mean, a lot of my business I do by myself. 
<laughs> like I said, so it's a little different for me. Uh, my situations are different. Um, the ones that I can say that I do with other people, I just try my best to just make sure that I gave my all in it. Um, what I would also say is I also overly communicate. I'm one of people. I'm not afraid to tell you it every fucking step of the way because the minute you say I didn't say that is when I have an issue, or the minute that there's a red flag, I really make it a red flag. So, because the impacts are always what they're gonna be, and you're gonna see it up front and personal. Cause that's one thing about me. I'm very transparent with mine. So it's just been like just trying to um, start being trustworthy of people, bro. Like it's just very hard for me to trust people. Yeah, because like I've been disappointed so many times, and I also like in my first family, I'm the first generation, everything in my family. So anything I do wrong has a real issue attached to it. Like it's a, a major implication. Like it will be studied down the line by yeah. somebody. So it's like I'm really trying my best. I'm fighting demons every day. The fourth quarter has been every day for me for over ten years. Yeah, like we gonna celebrate the fourth quarter one day. Word. And we the ones that's really like bigging up the fourth quarter. We gonna celebrate the fourth quarter one day. I like that. You know what I'm saying? And I'm saying like, bro, like I'm doing this like, I'm going to physical therapy. I'm Shit, twenty. I'm twenty eight. Where we gonna celebrate that? Me and you. Where we gonna celebrate? We, what's that, today? That? You wanna get oysters? We can get oysters. Uh, yeah, you like oysters? Nah, not really. But okay, so if tacos. you don't fuck with oysters, and we don't, what you like? We, yeah, tacos. Yeah, I fuck with tacos. Uh, we can go a little taco spot right there. We got they got a nice little happy hour after happy hour not not busting. We getting oysters, bro. Cause they got a, I think they got chicken wings at the oyster spot too. Nigga, I'll take some chicken wings. They got some bread and butter. That's a nice little spot. Smell good. Okay. You know, cause my we would have went to Shawnee's house on Van Duza, but they're not open at this point, they're not open on what's today? Today's Wednesday, right? Yeah, they only open Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I could try to make a phone call, see if she'll open up, but I don't know if she'll be with it because I know her Wednesdays are really like important. Actually, we can go there. But we have a meeting at eight. I'm gonna try, I'm gonna call her after this. But all in all, bro, I feel like we gonna just celebrate uh, right in our. I wanna I wanna celebrate in my neighborhood, but not in my neighborhood the way it is now. And I, and it's gonna be whatever neighborhood I have because I wanna have multiple neighborhoods. So you're a developer. I don't know if you know this about me, but like I've been wanting to build buildings forever, but not like just um. Yeah. I so, uh, like I said, I think we could we could celebrate anywhere. Um, I like I said, I have passions. <laughs> I have real passions. Like I have a whole design page interior furniture like all of that like no one knows Fire. no one knows and this, i've been have I've, I've been building this lookbook for about like maybe like three to five years six years and then you also gotta think i come from the era of pinterest mm, so i was on true. pinterest when niggas wasn't even pinteresting right like i got like a couple hundred thousand people looking at my pinterest still to this day that's fire yeah, bro. So it's like, you know, I feel like for me, I've always been a person that just does the things that make me feel, bro. And um, I think that's why I, I'm, I'm kind of like, what well, I'm not gonna say I'm like Kanye, but I understand Kanye. I don't understand the way he, he way he, the why he feels the way he feels, but I understand where he's coming from. Because when you come to a position where you've been grinding by yourself to get to a certain place, and you are having conversations that maybe one or two people are having, and they give you certain information that you will never understand because you're not in that space, you know, like. I feel like people don't understand like the world really operates at a different frequency at different positions. Mm. Like if you are at your position in your space and doing your thing at that time, then there's certain things that only you would know. Like if I if I don't come from the projects and I don't talk to people from the projects and I don't understand what it's like to be in the projects, I will not understand how to navigate the projects. projects. Right. Even though it might be <laughs> similar in my, my Guido neighborhood on the South Shore, it's not the same. 
So that's where I'm at with a lot of things. It's like I feel like I'll be in spaces where I get to see a lot more than other people because I don't go with 30 niggas. I'm not yeah. going with my parents. I'm not going with my cousins. It's dead me, Dolly. Wow. So and I and it's not like I got like thirty niggas that's gonna ride for me at a at, at a text and call because if that was the case then we would move together all the time. Right. That's a fact. I feel the same way. Like But you got five to seven. Yeah. But in the sense that I'm you know, in Tampa Dolo. But that's when you meet people. Network mm-hmm. forces you to network. Networking is so important. Networking can make you a lot of money. Shaking the right hands. Yeah. Or it could put you down. It's whatever you focus on. Because the time is going to pass anyway. Mm-hmm. So you're going to focus on being around people that's better than you or that you at least perceive that's better than you or you're going to be around people that you perceive that's under you. Right? And it's okay to be around the people that's under you, but just know you're either taking in their vibration or you're taking in oh, or they're, they're taking, taking in yours. yours. Yeah. So exactly. wait, I, I get what you say because I think that's my biggest issue. Um, and that's not to slight anybody. I feel like I'm around a lot of amazing people in their own individual way that I pick up on, that I appreciate, that I like about it. That's why I'm around it. I think it's the amount of time for me because uh, sometimes like, the whole community low vibration and my job is to be the beacon you know but then it's but in me being a beacon i learned not only about them but about myself yeah you know i I learned how much i'm able to give how much i'm not able to give when i should just know how to sit back and let things fail out a little bit and when i should see something as this when to say something when not to when to restrict access you know so it's like i know because at the end of the day bro everybody we gonna associate with not gonna always be at the top and they're not gonna vibrate at the same frequency as me and and everyone's not gonna speak the same language at the same time. You should hope that they have at least the same moral code, but that's not even true either. Right. So you gotta just make it that like whatever time that them niggas got, they respect it. Because outside of that, you will not even be able to get this close ever again to ask a question. That's a fact. So and it's not and it's not even arrogance. It's not gonna get and it's not arrogance. It's more like you said. It's only going to get harder because I have to manage more. more. So anything that I gotta give is gonna require more. More. Right. You want my time, you got to pay for it, like, respectfully. And that's, I got to pay for people that's higher than me. You got and mentors? I got, I got mentors, bro. I just gave my mentor $8,000. Jesus Christ. Me? I uh, need I need mentees like you, bro. Bro, and that's why I be like, when, I, when people say, like, my price, right? I charge people $500 to get my course. But with that, you also get weekly Zoom calls with me. Wait, the course, the course is only $500? It's only 500 I thought it was 3500 Nah, it should be, because the amount of game I'm giving, I'm giving the it's game. It's only 500 for the course? It's 500 and you get to go to the Facebook group. And in the Facebook group, you get to have a direct connection with me. Oh, yeah. And I'm I, giving out game. Oh, yeah, we can do that. Because I, I, I see the value in helping somebody and getting a testimony, right? You got a payment plan? I don't. Okay. But I got to work on that, because now I know. Time matters. Yeah, that matters. Imagine if you got a subscription. I'm gonna do a subscription. We're gonna talk. We're gonna talk. We're gonna talk. We we there's a lot of business that we could talk. But I I think I think what you said is important. Like, bro, like being able to be in position. Like I was saying all the time, like you with a mentor, you paying to fail on another person's dime. 
Right. Like, imagine someone say, like, yo, like, you playing a video game, and someone say, nah, go left. Don't go right right now. Go left. Take you around the right. Then you get to take the shot. Right. A better shot. Like, right. that's why, like, I feel like coaches are so important. But the problem I have with a lot of coaches, they never played in the game. That is true, too. So you got to pick the right coach. And how you do that is pick somebody that's in the fucking game. Y'all niggas be picking coaches that never fucking play ball. It don't even make sense. I'm picking somebody that's either fresh out or still have that hunt and drive and just feeding off of his, you know, knowledge, knowledge and f- finding buyers, like in my case, right? I got the buyers, so I'll tell you what the buyers is looking for. You just got to find it now. It does 50% of the process. So think of this, right? $500 gets you the course, which is my business laid out from A to Z. It gets you to the Facebook group where you have direct connection with me and you can ask me any questions. And then from there, I'm also giving you markets. The markets where these buyers is hunting. So, all so you, you just got to do the work. Just ha- make the phone calls. Make, make the fucking phone calls. Make the fucking, fucking calls, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> I got it. Okay. Make the fucking calls. Because if the, you make the calls, nigga, we both I, we, we both we made eat, calls. Nigga. We made calls. I gave you the game so we could eat. I did not give you the game so you don't do nothing with the game. That's what I'm trying to say. Nigga, if I'm giving you the game, I want you to eat. Because if you eat, I eat. Regardless if you don't even want to like Fuck with me or not Fuck with me or not You want to find your own buyer Cool Your testimony is me eating Nigga Cause every time I get a testimony I get three, four, five customers I got it And now my mom is good for the month I'm good for the month My and, family structure is good for the month And, and, and let's, just, let's just say this though and I feel like I have to hit this Cause this has been on my spirit for a long time And I've really been following my spirit more and more People need to understand that everyone's taste ain't the same. So the requirement for what it looks like for us to eat don't got to be the same. If I like to eat oysters on a fucking Thursday or on a Wednesday and it costs a dollar an oyster, but the spot itself make you feel uncomfortable, then guess what? That's my taste. But that don't mean I don't need my million dollars a month, two million a month. I need that too because that's what I like to eat. Now imagine what I like to drive, what I like to do. It might not cost a lot, but I need it because I'm planning 10, 15 generations further than you. So it's like, that's you know, how, that's, don't don't worry about like success is an acquired taste. Like, and everyone ain't gonna fucking like oysters, but nigga, I like oysters, bro. Oysters to you might cost a million dollars. You don't know it only costs a dollar a dollar an oyster. <laughs> I like tacos. I know where to go to the best taco spots. I like certain kind of food. I know where I go to go eat, and the places I go to eat might cost you double because your budget different. Because right. your your lifestyle different. Your taste and my taste are different. Our lifestyles are different. The way I approach things are different than you. So I can't hate on you for having expensive taste if you can afford it. But I can hate on you if you're making things expensive on purpose. Right. And that's what happens when people feel entitled. And this is why I don't fuck with entitled females. Do you have a wife, girlfriend, anybody that you're dealing with? I mean... Somebody that's helping you get to the next level. Yes, I have that. That's a woman. A woman, yes. That's but not your mom or sister or cousin. That's not my mom okay. or sister or cousin. But you also have multiple of those. You have to. Now you, you have, have to. You have to, right? Because everybody brings a different perspective. Everybody has a different hustle. So you might hustle with me in this one aspect, social media, let's say, right? But she might list my properties. She might, you know, help me make connections, network. She might, shit, know how to do accounting. So 
I never really like try to limit myself, but I understand eventually you're going to have to focus on one. But as you up and coming, we st I still feel like I'm on a ground level. With the or you talk about with the type of women you're approaching or, or the type of women you're getting or you talking about just like in your situation in terms of just like where my, you at? Cuz I always focus my purpose is first. My yeah, purpose of course, is of course, first of course, and then the woman. Yeah, it has comes. to. Exactly. I mean, so with that being said, that's why it's like right now when I'm focusing on my purpose, I must have multiple women because each woman brings a different vibration or plays a different part. But you're not sexually active with all those women. Not, not always. Not always. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I ain't even mad at you. But I will say this, though, because I also realized there's women. You could find a woman who really just like you and your lifestyle and be okay with whatever your situation is. That's a fact. And you just got to be honest. Yeah, and, and it's not even just honest. You just got to make sure that the situation works the way it needs to work for the situation. It's like you're building a team there, too. Because like right. I feel like when you are a certain type of man, it's not so much that you fucking everything. Like me, I don't even like I don't have sex a lot. Like having sex takes a lot from my day. Yeah. It takes a lot of my time. It takes right. a little bit of my creativity away, especially if I gotta masturbate. If I gotta fuck if I fucking like she gonna want a vibe. It's never gonna be just we fucking and she leave. It never is that way, bro. I, I've never I don't think I've ever had like real quickies that were like a quickie and then we never linked again. Yeah. Like very rare bro If I'm in there She wants my vibe bro It's like any Bro At least twice a week Three times a week And we gonna have to At least give each other An hour An hour Yeah. Sometimes longer Sometimes all night Like so it has to be A situation where like Yo you really have to Fit into my life Life yeah If it don't make sense Why it don't make sense Like why am I doing it And shorties be wanting To sometimes put themselves In a situation Where they wanna be Everything for someone They cannot be everything for For but at the same time, I feel like as a man, you kind of could be everything for a woman because sometimes women don't really ask for much. The standard real low for the women right now. Exactly. All you got to do is like smell good, have good hygiene, and probably have a place to stay and maybe have a spliff. And she going to love you like that's crazy. 12 years, 15 years of her life. Like, this is my nigga. That's not my nigga. That's crazy. Now, you the that's just a, a joint that <laughs> might be a nurse in that. Yeah. So she worked the graveyard shift anyway. So the only time she do got with you has to be vibes. But that is true. Then you got a girl who might have, you know, want to be a stay-at-home mom and pretty, smell good, cook a little bit, going to make sure that you're well-fed. She going to suck a lot of, you know, she'll do whatever you ask for. And she going to feel like she could do everything for you. But she the one at the end of the day is like kind of like, bro, I don't even want to be around you right now sometimes. Because it's just like, she the crib. She wants to be in the crib. I don't want to be at the crib. Or when she want to go out, I don't want to be out. I want to be in the crib. So it's like... <laughs> go ahead. Yo. Hi. Oh, this is me. Got you. Yeah, what's up? My bad. We on the podcast. We on the podcast. I'm sorry. Oh, you fine? I was like, what the heck is going on? I thought that was your Yeah, no, that's you. We, Yo. we on a podcast. We on Talking HG Podcast. And you call like six times. <laughs> so we about to end the podcast. Nah, nah, okay. nah. But I'll, I'll call you in a few. Okay. Bye. My bad. No, that's fine. You actually spoke highly of Sherelle. So that's why I was yeah. like, what's crazy that she said that, you know. Because if she, she calls me that many times, it's important. You feel me? Okay. Yeah, bro. She's She's probably at the thing and trying to make a decision. My bad. Let me text her. No, nah, no, nah, it's cool. I think I think it's a good place to end, bro. I think we said a lot, and I think people really yeah. appreciated this. 
Um, but like I said, people want to get with your course, get with you, uh, learn more about, you know, actually, damn, do we ever talk about how you got into wholesaling? No, we haven't. But we might have to do a part two or you yeah, want to go into I would that? Say, I would say a part two. Want to do a part two? Yeah. All right, well, we got I, into a lot of topics in this I, one. I, you enjoyed it, though? It was nice to be back nah, home. It was a good homecoming? Of course. That shit was fire, bro. Thank you, bro. All right, bro. So people want to follow you, get in contact with you, mess with your, with your, uh, your program and your platform. How can they go about doing so? Yeah, so on social media, Instagram, I'm Thy Book of Eli. So T-H-Y, Book of Eli. Facebook, Elijah Bryant. Like Kobe. <laughs> Favorite basketball player of all time? Of course. The GOAT. The Redeem Rest team pushed, definitely put a different perspective on Bro, them, right? first one in, last one to leave, always. Remember that. If you have that mentality, you will always win. I love that. I love that. And like I said, man, y'all tuned in to talk ain't cheap. Like, this is the best podcast in the world. I've been saying this for years. And honestly, we might have to make this an entrepreneurship podcast. I've been saying I didn't want to do that because I feel like we touch on so much more. Because if I put myself in an entrepreneurship stance, it's like I feel like I'm pigeonholing myself. But this is society and culture in real time. This is excellence. This is what happened when quality meets excellence. Thank you. And that's All right. A fact. So you're tuning in the Talking Cheap podcast on the Talking Cheap Network, powered by the Cletus Group, hosted by yours truly, Mr. It's the movie Cletus Real Talk. And I hope and pray that you all take these gems and run with it. And like I said, it's Talking Cheap. It's a vibe. Four.